Good morning to Good morning, everyone. I hope that you're having a great and wonderful day. It is Daring Dialogues. It is Get Free Friday. We are going to be on for some conversation today. And we're going to be looking at some affirmations and motivations on today. So the first thing I want us to do <clears throat> you know, I did not go to bed like I was supposed to go to bed early. And, but I feel fine. I feel rested. I feel just at peace. I feel, I don't know. I feel like I've slept for 14 hours, if that makes any sense. Anybody ever feel like that? You didn't go to bed early. Or you didn't go to bed on time, but then you wake up and it's like you feel refreshed. That's kind of how I feel. I feel like I've had like 14 hours of sleep. <laughs> Even though I've had about, uh, let's see, maybe six or seven. So I want to say good morning to you. If you are listening by Spotify, if you're listening by Google Play. I want to say good morning to you all. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for catching the replay and being consistent listeners. Um, I do get a report to see what my consistent listeners are. And right now we have about 20 to 25 of you that are consistently listening. So I do want to say thank you to you all. Um, so let's hop in. The first thing I want us to do is I want us to take some breaths. I think a lot of people um, miss out on the importance of breath work. They just think that it's maybe, I don't know, some kind of gimmick for people to do when we say calm down or ground yourself or um, get settled internally. So we're going to do some breath work. We're going to take three sets and we're going to do, we're going to breathe in for seven seconds. And then we're going to breathe out. And I want you, as you breathe out, I want you to tell yourself something good. Tell yourself something good. Some of us don't hear any good words about ourselves. Some of us may be working remotely. And so we're in a space where we're not hearing the feedback per se of other people. Um, some of us may be on job sites where we're trying to just get things done for the day. And, you know, there's nobody really coming and saying, hey, you did that good job whatever, this is a time that I want you to affirm yourself, all right? And the other benefit about this kind of breathing is if you are, you know, having to go for an exam or having to do some studies, studies, um, it has been shown that doing this kind of breathing before you take an exam and during an exam can actually increase and boost your score by two to three percent and for some people that can be the difference between passing and failing so once my students realize the benefit to breathing all of them are doing it now before they test so 
Here we go. Ready? And breathe in. And out. I got this. Breathe in. And out. I deserve the best that life has to offer. Breathe in. And out. The goodness of the divine creator of all things is coming to me today. That's probably one of my favorite affirmations because usually as I begin to say it and declare it over my day, usually something good, something unexpected does in fact happen to me. And so I am excited about the thing, the good thing that's coming on today. All right, let's take a look at some affirmations from the Urban Intellectuals. UrbanIntellectuals.com, words of affirmations for a family's pack. I encourage you to get it. Very good stuff. And let's see what we have today. The first one says, I am so proud of you for your efforts to learn, especially while working through frustration. Hoo, yes. <laughs> and the direct affirmation is, I look to every moment as a learning opportunity. My mistakes help me grow. So are you looking today to your moments as learning opportunities? Do your mistakes help you grow? Are your mistakes helping you grow? I had an, I had something I had to resolve and is yet in the resolving process um, this morning. And I had put on this bracelet. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh. I put on this bracelet as a reminder. Um, I picked this bracelet up at a antique antique store in rural Virginia. We had like stopped to get something to drink and it was a really like old school family rural uh, corner store and they had some items of course for travelers to, to sell and I saw this bracelet and I said oh I absolutely must get this bracelet and as you can see it has watermelon and strawberries and bananas and apples some of my actually some of my favorite fruit are on here but i put this on this morning as a reminder to myself that i need to make sure that i stay in the spirit and produce the fruit of the spirit because guess what sometimes people will make you want to get out of character but I am in control of myself. And sometimes even having a visual reminder of the attitude and the behavior that we need to carry, sometimes that is actually very helpful. So my bracelet is a reminder for me today to stay in the spirit and continue to produce the fruit of the spirit, which leads us to our next affirmation card, which says, only you 
can control your mind and your body. Only you can control your mind and your body. And the affirmation is, I have self-control. Now, these cards are really good. I would definitely say, um, if you're looking at getting some a set of these, I would get one for your home. And if you have children, especially middle schoolers, high schoolers, I would get a set for them too and say, hey, put this in your backpack, right? Put this in your carry-all. Put this in your, you know, your pouch around the waist and, and throw a few of these cards in there so that when you feel yourself about to go in the opposite direction, just pull one out and recenter yourself, ground yourself, come back to the present, all of those good things. So two affirmations to think about on today. I'm reading from Black Pearls, Daily Meditations, Affirmations, and Inspirations for African Americans. And we are headed to May 26th. May 26th. The word for the day is mm, efficiency. Kelly Miller said, if initiative is the ability to do the right thing, then efficiency is the ability to do the thing right. Initiative may drive us, but efficiency keeps our hands on the wheel and our foot appropriately accelerating, slowing or ready to break. Without efficiency, we go off the road. When we are driven, we often focus so much on achieving our goals that we become reckless. There are times to go full speed, but also times to slow down a bit, turn off in a new direction, or pull over to look at the map and figure out where we are. So next week, um, we will not be on on Monday because we will be pulling over to look at the map and figure out where we are. We'll be taking our, we'll be taking a brief break and then we will come back. And I believe that we're gonna wrap up 50 episodes if all goes well. We will wrap up 50 episodes right on Juneteenth, which would be a perfect wrap up for part one of season 12. But this is a very good analogy. Um, sometimes people think that being driven and being focused can't lead them to a place of recklessness. Sometimes we can be so driven and so focused that we miss other things because we're just so driven. Some people get tunnel vision, right? And they can't see anything in their periphery. They can only see what's in front of them. Um, and so, again, slowing down a little bit, pulling off to the side, figuring out where you are. If you have the opportunity and you have Monday off, um, take Monday off, take it off. Actually allow yourself to rest, actually allow your body to reset and rejuvenate, actually do something that is relaxing. For some of us, relaxing is doing something like going biking, or going walking, or going kayaking, 
or going swimming or going to the beach or just simply sitting in your own home in front of a fireplace. I know it's the summer, but some people light fire all year round to have that cozy, snuggly feeling, picking out a good book and just enjoying yourself. It's, it's really not a crime yet to enjoy yourself, all right, to take some time for you. So that is what we will be doing on Monday, just taking some time to rest. All right, one last affirmation book. This is coming from Dennis Kimbrell, the best-selling author of Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. This one is Daily Motivations for African American Success. And again, we are looking at May 26th. <laughs> well, we know who made this statement popular. If you were back in the 90s, if you grew up in the 90s music, you know you have heard this statement. Too legit to quit. Who remembers the person who utilized too legit, too legit to quit? Mm -hmm, that was a bop. It sure was. That is the title of this affirmation today. Too legit to quit. Isaiah Thomas, basketball great, said this. I've always believed no matter how many shots I miss, I'm going to make the next one. Thank you. Uh, that is correct. M.C. Hammer. Mm -hmm. Every adversity, every failure, and every unpleasant experience carries with it the seed of an equivalent benefit that may prove a blessing in disguise. Failure and defeat are the common language that nature uses to speak to us and bring us under a spirit of humility so that we may acquire wisdom and understanding. A wise man once said, that it would be impossible to live with a person who had never failed or been defeated in any of his endeavors. This same man also discovered that people achieve success in almost exact proportion to the extent to which they meet and master adversity and defeat. And he made another important discovery that the truly great achievements were attained by men and women past the age of 50. He expressed the opinion that the most productive years were between 60 and 70. So, Lord willing, those of us who are not yet there, Lord willing that we make it there, that we make it there healthy, that we make it there of a sound mind, and that we make it to that place of thriving. You too can ride the success beam by learning to discover and build on the seed of an equivalent benefit in each of your setbacks. Since defeat in some form inevitably overtakes each of us at one time or another, it's obvious that the creator intends you to gain strength, understanding, and wisdom through struggle. Adversity and defeat cause you to develop your wits and go forward. It is often difficult for us to recognize the equivalent benefit in our adversities while we are still suffering from the wounds. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But, but time, the greatest of all healers, will disclose the benefits to those who sincerely search for and believe they will find them. Now, there are some people who say time heals all wounds. I would say um, 
time heals most wounds. Mm-hmm. But wisdom that you get from those wounds is sometimes healing in and of itself. Some of us have been through some things and a lot of things and a lot of things. And we have chosen to learn from them rather than wallow in how those experiences made us feel. I'm really learning that a lot of people get stuck not because the incident or whatever has not ended or not because they have not moved on per se or that the incident itself has come to an end. They get stuck because they can't move on from how it made them feel. So whether that was it made them feel angry and so now for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years of their life, they are stuck in the emotion of anger. Or it made them feel defeated. So they're stuck in the emotion of defeat and how defeat makes you feel. You don't want to get up. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to try again. You don't want to go at it again. They're stuck in the emotion that was created in the moment. Somebody type that in. Don't get stuck in the emotion that was created in the moment. Because it really could actually hold you hostage and prevent you from enjoying the rest of your life because of a moment in time. He goes on to, at the end of this, say, great achievement is born out of perseverance. Great achievement is born out of personal, out of perseverance, excuse me. So what do you think? Has it been something in your life where you felt like, man, I cannot get over what they did and how it made me feel? Maya Angelou said it this way. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Are you making people feel defeated? Are you making people feel worthless? Or are you making people feel loved, protected, cared for, cared about? I know for myself, I have to work on that because I can be, I can be a little sarcastic. Yes, I can. <laughs> I can, I can. I have to work on that. Um, yeah, we all have something to work on. I can be sarcastic. I can definitely be condescending. I can. So I have to work on that. I know people think, oh, you're so nice and you're so kind. No, I have to work on that. Mm -hmm. I sure do. I have to work on that. I have to work on my attitude with people, especially when they waste my time. That right there. Because for me, time is one of those things you cannot get back. Yes, there's scripture that says, redeem the time for the days are evil, right? 
But for the most part, time is something you cannot get back. We can ask God to hold the sun. But again, for the most part, these are exceptions to the rule. Time is not something that you can get back. And so, yeah, I think we sometimes we do need to kind of check our attitude, check our emotions. Um, you know, as our affirmation said earlier, we are the ones that are in control of our bodies and our minds. Unless, of course, you know, we've signed ourselves over to the U.S. government, you know, as a soldier or something like that. But for the most part, we are con- we are in control of our bodies and our minds. Last thing I want to talk about as this as we celebrate this Get Free Friday. <clears throat> there is a adaptation of the play version of the color purple that is coming out, right? And people are really, really excited about this film. And I would say, in a way, they have every reason to be excited. It's going to be, you know, a new generation um, playing these characters. Um, You can see the excitement around an older generation being able to pour in creatively to a new generation. The quality of the acting and the stars that have been chosen for this particular work, I would say they they did some really good character casting, right? Definitely with the singing um, aspects of it, because it is intended to be a musical. <clears throat> I said all of that to say that while I am excited and joyful about what is happening in terms of the arts and creativity, The color purple's content is not like a happy, happy, joy, joy kind of film. So I don't know how that's going to translate. But I do know that when I first watched the color purple, the film, it was very traumatizing for me. I'm talking for me. Because it was my first, it was the first time I actually looked at a film and saw what was going on in that film and saw what was going on in my childhood and made the connection that what was happening in my childhood was actually really bad and not right and needed to be stopped. So I would say if anything, the color purple for me was a moment of enlightenment about abuse, um, about sexual abuse, um, about power plays between men and women and how much um, power women did not have during the, the period of which the film was set. So for me, when I think about the color purple, it takes me back to a very, very dark childhood place. So I understand they're releasing it on Christmas Day. That's not something that I'm going to be looking at on Christmas Day. I'm just, I'm not. Do what you will. Some people have never had any kind of like experience with abuse or sexual abuse or any of that. And so maybe it won't impact them the same way. 
but just be mindful of the people around you whose life has been impacted by those things. And if they're not like, woo, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> it's not because they dislike the people. It's not because they dislike the characters. It's not because, you know, they're not excited about new actors and, and songstresses getting an opportunity. No. Some of us actually identify with the content of the film and we don't identify with it in a good way, right? So I would say to those of you who may be like me, who are like, mm, I'm in a, I'm in a place where I could see it, but I don't, but I'm not going to be like celebratory about it. I think it's important to see it. I think it's important to go out and support artists, right? So maybe you want to um, go see it in like that first weekend and maybe the night of or its opening night may not be the best time for you to go see it. I know for me, um, Christmas time is a time that I want to be in celebration mode. I want to be honoring my savior and I don't know that that would be the film that I would want to honor my savior by watching, if that makes any sense. Again, nothing wrong with the film. I think it's important for them to do this. I think it's important for actors and actresses to have these opportunities. I think it's super important that um, Oprah is spending you know, her latter years doing some legacy building, right? and bringing other people along with her and affirming their gifts and affirming their talents by the production. So I think that's super important. But again, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of, of both sides. You know, I'm seeing people immensely excited. And then I'm seeing other people who are sort of, you know, I would say similar to what I'm feeling by saying, hey, just remember that the content of this film is a very serious content and that there are people who have experienced these things and it wasn't just a film for them. It wasn't just a movie portrayal for them. They lived through some of this kind of abuse. So I would say just kind of take that in, take, take that in mind um, as you are going to see this. I forget what film it was, but it was a while back and it was like when people were going to the movie theater, I can't remember. I know Antoine Fisher was another one um, that when people saw the film, especially men who went to go watch Antoine Fisher, that it was invoking all kinds of emotions out of them when they saw the film and people were like, listen, you guys need some ushers uh, when you go see this film. So just be mindful of that, that if you choose to go see it opening night, you might have, you might be sitting next to somebody who might have experienced some of the things that they're seeing um, on film. And for them, it won't just be a good movie experience. It will be them, it could possibly be triggering to them. Um, and bringing them back into that headspace that they were in. 
So just a little note from the Tay-Tay section. All right. I am going to open it up for a conversation as we continue our Get Free Friday. If you are listening by Anchor, Google Play, Spotify, again, I want to thank you for your time and attention. Thank you for listening to Daring Dialogues. Remember, we will not be on on Monday, but we will be on on Sunday. So if you want to catch that Sunday dialogue, you also have that replay as well. Take care, be well, and remember, light is the most daring opposition to darkness. So continue to be light, be well, and be blessed.